Dear Claude, I try to catch the mailman as he delivers the mail every day. I sometimes see him when I'm walking around the neighborhood. He's younger than I am, which I didn't expect, but I can never seem to flag him down. Or when I catch his attention, he just nods and gestures that he has some letters. So I can never ask him why he's bringing them to my house or or if he knows where they're coming from. I just get home and the mailbox is stuffed with faded envelopes, different colors, stained, some beige, sometimes even those red and blue striped envelopes that you only see in the movies. Today, there was only one envelope, a big manila one with several letters. I, I don't know why they arrived together, but I'll open it now. Looks like... Letters and meeting notes like minutes of something official, typed in an old typewriter on onion-skin typing paper that I can see my fingers through. Date, May 29th. First meeting of Elm Street Lightning Bolt Skeptics and Social Betterment Club. Present at meeting, Arno, President. Bug, Vice President. Louisa, Member. Minutes. 3.53 p.m., meeting call to order. 3.53 p.m., member Louisa reviews agenda. 3.54 p.m., objection raised to agenda by Vice President Bug. Quote, Why do we have an agenda? End quote. 3.54, member Louisa, quote, We need an agenda to be official. End quote. 3.54 p.m., Vice President Bug, quote, That's dumb. End quote. 3.54 p.m. Indistinguishable shouting. 3.55 p.m. President Arno calls for vote to adopt agenda. 3.56 p.m. Member Louisa seconds call for vote to renew agenda. Results, two and one, one abstention. Vice President Bug. Vote passes. 3.57 p.m. President Arno begins agenda item 1A, review of suspicious activity in neighborhood. President Arno, quote, That black and white house on top of the hill. End quote. Silence. President Arno calls it the house with the copula. Vice President Bug, quote, It's pronounced cupola. End quote. President Arno, quote, It's cupola. End quote. Member Louisa, quote, It's called a witch's hat. End quote. 3.60 p.m., scratch that, 4 o'clock p.m., meeting adjourned when President Arnold called by parents, quote, This instance, young man, follow orders. End quote. Action items before next meeting, patrol neighborhood for suspicious activity, review officer assignments. Date, June 12th, present at meeting, Arno, President, Bug, Vice President, Louisa, Secretary, quote, because she's a girl, end quote. Minutes, 1.37 p.m., President Arno calls for review of activity at House on the Hill. 1.38 p.m. to 1.41 p.m., officers review. Every morning at 7 o'clock on the dot, grumpy man steps out front door, fills water pail with hose, waters tall flowers, picks one, two, and then three dandelions, then tosses them on the sidewalk, always three, then minutes, then mutters something to himself. Then every afternoon at one on the dot, same thing. Steps out, water pail, tall flowers, dandelions, mutters. Then next day at seven, 
and again at 1, and then the next day, every day. 1.42 p.m., President Arno, quote, We can't trust him. End quote. 1.43 p.m., Vice President Bug, quote, My family's moving to Farmington. End quote. 1.50 p.m., meeting adjourned so Secretary Louisa can make eggs for mom. Mom needs to study for finals. Date, July 13th. Minutes, 5.16 p.m., President Arno calls meeting to order. 5.16 p.m., Vice President Louisa begins agenda item one, titled, Any New Suspicious Activity in the Neighborhood Besides Witch's Hat House? President Arno, quote, I couldn't go on suspicious activity patrol. My mom and dad said I had to mow the lawn with scissors after I forgot to put the milk away. End quote. Agenda item one tabled. Renewed for next meeting. 5.18 p.m. Vice President Louisa begins agenda item two, titled, Why Did Reconnaissance Fail? President Arno reviews failure of reconnaissance mission to investigate inside of Witch's Hat House. Efforts to distract Grumpy Man by pretending to deliver milk failed when Grumpy Man did not answer door. Distraction unnecessary anyway. Officers Louisa and Arno looked in windows. House empty. No furniture, dust on floors, no fridge or oven, or toilet paper in bathrooms. Which is hat too high to see inside without ladder. At 1 p.m., Grumpy Man emerged from house and completed lawn routine, as he always does. Did he do it in the morning, too? Where did he come from? When coast cleared, checked in windows again. House empty. Where did he go? Could he hide in the witch's hat where we can't see? President Arno, quote. That's dumb. End quote. 5.26 p.m., Vice President Louisa cannot be at next meeting. Dear Arno, did you get the last letter I sent you? I made sure to include the minutes from our meetings right before I moved. Did you get them? I know I only sent the letter three days ago. I know I write too much. It's the best I can do when Mama gets tired of me asking for another trip back to Albuquerque. Those meeting minutes, though, you have to read them. The Elm Street Lightning Bolt Skeptics and Social Betterment Club? We were so young when we were eight. I miss you. I miss Bug. You were lucky to have me as your scribe. Remember when your dad yelled at you because you rode your bike across the street instead of dismounting like a gentleman and walking your bike across? You need structure, young man. Follow orders. Maybe I can see you in a couple weeks. Study your math. I'll help you when I'm there. Louisa. Dear Arno, Farmington is okay. There are two more rivers here than there are in Alba, Albu, Alberg, back home, which is nice because I get to play in the water after school if I am not in trouble. My new teacher says I have an abnormal defect of moral control and makes me write lines. I asked my dad why we had to move and he said it's because there's oil here. I don't know about that. I've never seen any lying around, but I wanted you to know that that's why we moved and I didn't want to, and I hope you're not mad at me. You could come visit if you want. We have a theater called the Tota that plays good movies sometimes. It's smaller than the chemo, but at least I don't think it's haunted yet. Has the old man done anything else? Did you try the milkman idea? I will try to write more often, but I forget a lot, so I hope you can forgive me. Bug. P.S. You can tell Louisa she's doing a good job as vice president, but don't tell her I said that. Hi, Bog. 
Hey, the witch's hat house? You have to remember it in Albuquerque on Elm Street. Remember? I saw it when Mama drove me to the ice rink. It was there. All the houses are new in Los Alamos except those old ones from the early days. All the really fancy scientists were given those ornamental houses with amenities no one else had, like a place to clean up. So they called the neighborhood Bathtub Row. I saw it there. It was like they picked up the house from Elm and plopped it down a hundred miles north. Mama wouldn't go back. I'm 14, which means I've lived here six years now. I don't think I just didn't notice the witch's hat until now. There are no houses here with the witch's hat. Want to try to meet up with Arno back in Albuquerque soon? If you bring your math, I'll help you. It's not really the same house. It, it just isn't possible. Except I saw the grumpy man too. Louisa. Dear Louisa, thank you for your letter. I did receive it and also the one before that. I meant to write back sooner, but I had detention and then I also forgot. Today I learned that a few years ago, there was a whole bunch of flying saucers that came to Farmington and the whole town saw and it was in all the newspapers. I am sorry to report that I haven't seen a single flying saucer since we moved here. I guess they didn't like it very much. I'm not trying to call you a liar or anything, but I think you are lying mistaken about the house. I know that truth and detail are very important to you as former secretary and vice president of the Elm Street Lightning Bolt Skeptics and Social Betterment Club, so I think you should know that the house can't be in Los Alamos because, well, it's here. I saw it. They reopened the library. It's boring. You would like it. And we went to go see it, and I saw the house across the street with the witch hat on top. I even saw the old man filling the pail and watering the tall flowers that I don't remember what they're called. Enclosed are the three dandelions as proof. I know they look like regular dandelions, but I promise they are the ones the old man picked at 1 p.m. today, the day I am writing this, because you probably won't get this letter right away. Bug. P.S. I found a cool leaf today. It is also enclosed. Please include the leaf in your next letter to Arno. I don't think my letters are getting to him. Has he written you back at all? Dear Arno, dear Bug, the house is here. It's in Los Alamos. When you build a city on mesa tops, most of it is forest. So I tell Mama I'm going for a hike alone. I'm 16 now and I can be alone in the canyon. So I walk down and then back up and then I can spy on the house. I've watched it so many times. It's the grumpy man. It's the same gladiolus. Twice a day, 7 a.m. and 1 p.m. Fills pale, water flowers, picks dandelions, one, two, three, tosses them on the sidewalk, and then he says something quietly and to himself. I listened so many times. I couldn't hear him for so long. I know what he says now. Every description of everything here in Los Alamos is atomic. The atomic city, the atomic bomb, the atomic age, everything is about the quote, building blocks of the cosmos, end quote. The atom isn't the fundamental particle though. There are subatomic particles and they all follow these rules at the labs and science tries to penetrate. It's pandemonium down there in the smallest scales of the universe. It's not so peachy on the galactic scale of the cosmos either. In the middle, on the human scale, 
I just miss you both. I'm tired of people calling me a Hispano and telling me I'm from the Valley. And Mama can't tell me what she does at the labs, and I'm tired of that too. It was my birthday yesterday. But the grumpy man mumbles to himself. He thinks no one can hear him, and so he says it. He says, fuck the cosmos. Louisa. Dear Arno, surprise, it's not your Aunt Marina, it's Bug. I don't know if your parents are throwing away my letters or if you are, so I thought I'd try something new. I really hope you read this, even if you don't want to write back. The old man is still here. He looks the same. You know better than anyone I've never been much of a reader, but I go to the library every day now just to catch a glimpse of him on my way out. Every day, the same hose, same pail, same flowers, same weeds, same muttering I can't quite catch. Louisa says she heard him say, fuck the cosmos. I've never heard it, but I can't call her a liar again or she'll come up here with something to say about it. Everything is changing. I'm different. I know I've always been different, but I mean different than before. I'm older and taller and leaner and uglier, ha ha. Maybe a little smarter, I don't know. I'm changing. This town is changing. Back home is probably changing too, Louisa and you. So why does the old man stay the same? I miss you, both of you, and home. Things have been rough for Louisa too, I think. And I'm guessing for you based on, well, it sucks. I know it sucks, but I also know we're supposed to end up together at the end of it all. In spite of everything, in spite of being torn apart, why else do we all see the old man? Why do the dandelions spring back up every day, one, two, three? I think I'm losing the thread here. I guess I just mean it feels good to know you've got someone, and that someone's got you. I hope the old man's got someone. Fuck the cosmos, huh? I wonder if that's a curse or a benediction. Bug. <gasps> P.S. Look how I wrote benediction just now. Didn't cross it out once. Guess I am getting smarter. Hey, Bug. I did get your letters. Benediction. You were always better at spelling than me. My mom sent the Aunt Marina one with a bunch of old letters. From Louisa, too. She sent me a leaf. I don't know why they didn't tell me you were writing. My mom said something about my dad wanting me to get my head out of the clouds. I would have written sooner. How are you? How's your family? Do you like it in Farmington? Does your mom still make your family eat cabbage soup all the time? My mom still makes terrible Spanakopita. <laughs> Louisa actually used to like it. I miss her too. You both moved and things got real boring here. Have you found anything cool? Remember that big centipede? You knew the name for it and everything. I'm writing because, well, I saw the house here in Roswell. I know Louisa said she saw it in Los Alamos and you said you saw it, but I swear it's here now. And it's still the same. Old guy comes out, fills his pail, waters his flowers. Then he picks up the dandelions, blows the seeds off and throws them away. The same muttering. 
you and Luisa thought the old guy looked like my grandfather? Things have been hard enough here without worrying about going insane. I guess I should catch you up. I'm in Roswell. But I guess you already knew that. Actually, I'm going to Nimi. Okay. Actually, I got sent to Nimi. Guess you knew that too. What you don't know is, is that I didn't even do anything. Really. I was good, and I still got sent to military school. You know my dad. One stupid fight, then I'd miss a few haircuts and get mostly C's for a semester, and all of a sudden, I have a discipline problem. As soon as I turned 13, he mostly just barked at me like I was one of his soldiers back in the war. Not this one, the one before last. I didn't think my mom would let him send me, but she's obsessed with the news every night, the war and shit, the protests. She said she was worried I hadn't found my way. What did she found when she was 15? Definitely not a good Spanakopita recipe. It sucks here. I'm beating feet as soon as I turn 18, I swear. Well, if I don't get drafted. I guess either way I'll be leaving soon. I don't think you'd like it. You'd hate the heat. Our worst days in the summer feel like every day here. The scorpions are pretty cool, I guess. You'd like them. (laughs) And they're freaking everywhere. Last week, a guy a couple of bunks down from me sticks his foot in his boot and gets stung right on the toe. He actually cried right in front of everyone. Sergeant yelled at him, that's not how soldiers behave. (laughs) Jimmy Abeda, his bunkmate, yelled right back at him. Yeah, that's because he's a kid. They've got Jimmy cleaning the latrine all month. You really wouldn't like it here. They're always telling us that just because we're in high school, that's no excuse not to toughen up. That we'll be the ones fighting the war soon. Shit. I don't want to go to Vietnam. Mr. Jaramillo says he'll let me work at the hardware store over the summer. I don't know what I want to do yet, but I know I'd rather build things than break them. My mom always said her dad was a carpenter. Jaramillo's hardware is right next to the house. Well, it's next to a vacant lot, but now it's there. I'd walked by a hundred times before, then the other day, it just showed up. Same house, same flowers, same man. It's even built up on a little hill, even though I'm in the flattest town in America. It's got the weird dark trim, so the whole house is just black and white. I couldn't believe it. So, I watched it. A few times now, at seven, and one, just like we used to. A couple of people have walked by. I couldn't tell if they could see it or not. I was way too scared to ask. Do you think I'm crazy? Could they have moved it to all three places? I don't know. I'm probably crazy. When I was little, I asked my mom about the house and the man. You kept saying he was my grandfather. I never met him, so I asked her. She told me that both my grandfathers died before I was born, that... They were never in the United States. When I told her about the dandelions, she asked me if he got all the seeds off in a single breath. I said I couldn't tell. She said that if you can, it means that you're loved. I'd forgotten 
about that till I saw the house again. Him and his three dandelions, he picks one up, blows on it, he throws it down over and over again. The thing is, I kept track. He never gets them all off in one breath. Never. But he just keeps doing it. Water, flowers, muttering. One day, I stopped watching him and just listened. That's when I heard it. Luis is right. He does say, fuck the cosmos. And that's when I got it. Or I think I got it. That old guy? He's me. Or a version of me. You know? Something like that. I know it sounds like one of those dumb movies we used to go see at the chemo. Have you seen any of those now that you're not a kid anymore? They're the same, but watching them feels different. Like you see it in another way. It's the same with the house and the man. I've been watching them since I was a kid, but now... I don't think he's grumpy anymore. He's just doing what he wants to do. Living his life, you know? He doesn't care if we think he's creepy or if anyone understands him. It doesn't matter if anyone can see him or not. He's not worried about finding his way or school or the war or the draft. None of it gets to him. He knows you can't control any of that shit. Only what you think about it. Fuck the cosmos. I don't know. I really hope you're doing good, Bug. You and your family. Your mom was always so nice to me. I miss all of you. Maybe if I make enough this summer, I could come visit? I'd like that. Even if your new house smells like cabbage stew. And write me back. It's so boring here. And next year, I'll turn 18. So I don't know how long you'll be able to write to me if, you know, fuck the draft. Next letter, I'll tell you about the centipede we found here. You won't believe it. Sorry it took so long. Arno, president and founding member, Elm Street Lightning Bolt Skeptics and Social Betterment Club. P.S. Maybe we could stay with your grandma and meet halfway in Albuquerque? Bad sci-fi movie on me. After reading all the letters, I checked back in the envelope and saw one thing left behind. A strip of newspaper. It looked like it had been precisely snipped out of a newspaper with a peninsula of a second column folded in on the rest. A yellowed piece of scotch tape on the top, like it had once been stuck to a scrapbook or maybe metal filing cabinet above a desk. It's an obituary for Arno Eutrakis, who passed away in 1993. He died single, in his home in Albuquerque. But the column made sure to clarify that he did not die alone. He was an important part of his community and his church. He was an outspoken member of his neighborhood who was always there to help those in need, and he always stood up for what he thought was right. His award-winning gladiolus were known and envied around town, and there in the photo was a lean older man with some black hair still left, a face that was mostly eyebrows, standing in front of an old house with dark trim. The house is topped with a turret, or a couple, I guess, that's cone-shaped like a witch hat. With a man or two other people, 
The caption reads, Arno Utrakis with his lifelong friends Luisa Sotelo and Bug. No last name given. They hold empty dandelion stems. Each of them is blowing and simultaneously laughing. The air around them is full of dandelion fluff. El Campo Santo was made in the shadow of the Sandia Mountains in the heart of Albuquerque, New Mexico by Blackout Theatre Company. Our goal is to tell the stories of Albuquerque, New Mexico on stage, screen, and anywhere else you are. This podcast was made possible with generous support from the City of Albuquerque City Council Department of Arts and Culture, New Mexico Arts, and the Urban Enhancement Trust Fund. If you like this podcast, you should check out our Season 1 of El Campo Santo and another podcast, Pred 101. If you would like to learn more about our plays and any other works, check out our website at blackouttheater.com.